get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We head now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And joining us on Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN is the head coach of your Missouri Tigers, Eli Drinkwitz. Coach, thanks for, for taking some time with us this morning. How's it going? Man, I'm doing good, uh, enjoying this beautiful weather in Columbia, Missouri. You know, <laughs> gray skies, 30 degrees, gorgeous. That, <laughs> we, we, we got the same thing, Coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're dealing I with was, it. I, hey, I was in St. Louis uh, over uh, close to New Year, went up the Arch, went to the aquarium, uh, spent some, you know, went on the Ferris wheel, had a great time with my girls. It was, uh, it was awesome. Loved that. Loved downtown. It was awesome. Really that's, enjoyable. That's very good to hear. Hey, but, uh, a couple of things. Number one, uh, when you came to town, what was your favorite thing? What was there something that really stood out for you about St. Louis? Uh, I mean, I think anytime you see the arch, it's just really cool with the background of, uh, uh, the skyscrapers, obviously going up in the arch and looking at, is it what's our stadium called? It's not Bush Stadium, Bush right? Stadium, that's it? right. It's still it's still Bush Stadium. Yes, yeah, sir. I, hey, I've been in Bush Stadium when it was the old Bush Stadium. I haven't been to new Bush Stadium. I was supposed to throw out the first pitch. Hopefully, they'll invite me back. I don't know when you get the GM on, but if you could get that deal sealed for me again, that'd be big uh, this this coming <laughs> summer. But I think anytime you're in the Arch and see the Mississippi River and and uh, just be able to. to have that in the back, uh, the the framing of your shot. I think you always know where you're at. Yeah, we'll work on the first pitch. I don't think that'll be a problem. The other question I have for you, you mentioned you came into town during New Year's. How bummed out were you that you weren't coaching a bowl game? You know, I was pretty down about it, um, and that's actually why we took the trip was because I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit around and sulk all weekend about not being able to play. So took my family and, and uh, look, we had a great season. We had a great run. Uh, you know, you can't control COVID. You can do the very best you can. We followed the protocols as best we possibly could. It just didn't work out. And, uh, you know, so it is what it is. Uh, everybody's struggling with it. You can see the basketball teams now haven't quite figured it out. You even got NBA games canceled. Crud, you had NFL coaches last night missing games. So, you know, it's just the, it's just the normality of what we face. Coach, I have this vision of you at the top of the arch just looking on both sides of the river and kind of having a Lion King moment saying, this is our land as far as the eye can see, as far as recruiting is concerned. <laughs> just looking over your domain saying, I'm going to collect all of the talent on both sides of the river. And you're really hitting the ground running with uh, recruiting. But I want to know, what has this process been like for you in a pandemic? How Can you take us through step by step how you would even get in contact with these young men that you're trying to convince to come to Mizzou? what that process is like. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the blessing and curse of social media, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you're utilizing uh, social media to try to get a hold of people and try to make a connection. And then you try to utilize um, Zoom and FaceTimes and virtual visits as best you can. And then, you know, uh, you, you try to sell a product based on, you know, tangible results, sell the vision of what you want to do. 
utilize, you know, use the the steps that we took in the positive direction and, and, um, and then try to make a connection. And uh, I, I tell you what, it's really challenging. I don't know if I was like Lion King, the, those windows in the top of the arch aren't quite big enough to, you know, but I, I was sticking my face on there and taking pictures and uh, it, it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely excited about recruiting St. Louis and, and uh, you know, even, even looking over across from that other side and picking out some of the best players, that's always a little bit of fun, isn't it? It's fantastic. And coach, we've talked for years and I'm sure that when you meet with boosters and you meet with fans of the program, they talk about sealing the borders, but sealing yeah. the borders is just, you just can't seal the borders and win in the SEC. You have to do a lot more, right? Yeah, I mean, you you, you got to start somewhere, and that's you know, you, anybody who chases two rabbits will catch none of them, right? You got to start somewhere, and so for us, you know, right now we got to get our foot, we got to get our foot and our stronghold started here in Missouri, and then we will expand to wherever else we need to go. But it starts with our home state, and you know, I look around, and, and one of the most frustrating things for me during bowl season was watching these great players from St. Louis play for other teams. I mean, I could. I, it, it made me sick to my stomach great to hear. Watch, watching these guys play in the semifinals or play in a New Year's Six Bowl, and they're playing for other teams. And man, I wish them well. You know, I'm not, but I'm sitting there going, if all those guys were playing for Missouri, then Missouri would be in the stinking New Year's Six. We'd be we'd be playing in the playoffs. Okay, they had we got an elite edge rusher, we got an elite wide receiver, we got an elite running back. Those guys got to stay home, and that's my job, and I got to get it done. And we're off to a fast start. I got to keep going. Um, we got we got to keep pushing and, and scratching and clawing and build relationships, but uh, that's what we're going to do. Coach, your first season was certainly unusual. A lot of things out of your control. And you seem like a guy who's into self-improvement. Uh, so even though you were able to have success this season, I'm sure you were able to exceed expectations in a lot of areas. I imagine that you feel like the job is just beginning. But how would you grade your job in this first season? Not how the team did as a whole, but you specifically. Well, I think the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And I, I really believe we took a step in the right direction. And there were some ups and downs. We had some transfers. We had some guys decide that this wasn't the right place for them. But I really feel like the foundation of our program was laid. And to me, that was the most important thing. I talked about our, to our staff, hey, we've got to lay the foundation for what we're trying to build. Rome wasn't built in the day. Uh, and nothing, nothing good comes easy, and it takes time to build. This isn't instant oatmeal. This isn't, uh, you know, hey, quick, a quick fix. we got to lay the foundation. I felt like we did that. Now, were, were there things I've got to improve on? Absolutely. I mean, there, there's some things that just weren't right that have got to get fixed, and I'm pushing every single day to close the gap between us and – the top two teams in our conference. You know, we finished third in the SEC East, but our goal is not to finish third in the SEC East and win a bowl game. Our goal is to win the SEC East. And so we got to find a way to close that gap in the second half. Because if you look at the game against Georgia and Florida, we were in striking distance in both of those games. And in the second half, we didn't get it done. So I got to find a way to make sure my team makes adjustments at halftime that we're still in those games in the second half. And so that's really where I, uh, you know, have got to focus. You give us a grade. You know, if you would have bet Vegas that we would have been the over, you'd have doubled your money. So I'm not going to say that, you know, I don't, I don't know what that would, what kind of job that is. But, uh, you know, we, we did some positive things. Mizzou coach Eli Drinkwitz with us on 101 ESPN. And you, you mentioned the second halves and everything that you had to deal with. As you try to develop young men, and most of these guys aren't going to wind up in the NFL, you want them to deal with 
adversity in life, too. They probably aren't going to face many heavier challenges than what you guys faced off the field this year. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think so. I don't think you're going to face as many unknowns as you as we had this year. I mean, there's times we didn't know that we were we, when we were going to play a game. You know, games would get canceled on Monday. We would have to reschedule. You know, we reschedule an opponent on a Monday afternoon. I mean, there was just all kinds of ups and downs and uncertainties. Um, but I think what that really makes you do is rely on your core values. For me, knowing that there's uncertainty in life, it helps me. You know, I rely on my faith. Uh, to guide me in, in, in uncertain times and un, uncharted waters. And so hopefully we've been able to give these guys some sort of, again, foundation for them to move forward in in life. Eli, one of the things that Gary Pinkle would tell us week after week is, hey, we don't really worry about the opposition. We worry about ourselves. And when you're talking about what you guys had to deal with in implementing new game plans on Monday, you really do only concern yourself with you, right? There, there's only so much you can worry about with the opposition when you have that little time to prepare for them. Yeah, it always starts with understanding and knowing yourself first um, and knowing what you're good at, playing to your strengths and, and fortifying your weaknesses uh, but there's also an element to understanding who your opponent is and being able to attack them too. So it goes both ways, but it always starts. And I believe what Coach Pinkle's message was, was it always starts with ourselves. I mean, if you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers last night versus the Browns, it's, it, I'm not sure it was what the Browns were doing at the start of the game, more of what the Steelers weren't doing, which was things that they could have controlled. And so I think that's the message there. Mm-hmm. Coach, your defensive coordinator, Ryan Walter, is moving on to Illinois. As you interview candidates to fill that defensive coordinator vacancy, what qualities are you looking for in the person that will ultimately land that job? Well, I'm going to put them on an interview with y'all. I want to see them if they'll get on the radio with y'all and see how they handle, you know, your grillings. How how, how would y'all like that? Would y'all want to help me in the interview process? We do, yeah. That sounds great. And as you know, we ask food questions, so we'll we'll run the gamut here. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question. And the reality of it is, for me, um, it always starts with a man of character. I'm looking for somebody who... Uh, understands the and models the value that we're trying to instill in our young men. So people, you know, we talk about we want to be great husbands and great fathers. We want to show these guys what that looks like. Well, we're teaching what it is. The best way to do that is to model it in your own life. I want somebody who fits and supports my vision for our football program. You know, do they understand their role as a defensive coordinator and how we're trying to win the SEC each with class integrity and academic excellence? They got to be a great teacher and communicator. Uh, they got to understand the details. They got to be a leader of staff and a motivator of our players. You know, I, I need them to have energy, a positive environment, a positive uh, vibe about them, a culture conduit to our team and staff. I really feel like if you're going to be a great defensive coordinator, you have to have an awareness of situational football and in-game adjustments. And so that's really what I'm looking for. Uh, and I'm searching high and low and, and taking all uh, applicants as they come. Uh, Eli, one other thing for me, and that's in regards to your quarterback, uh, Connor Bazelak, I thought looked terrific, but you, you always want to have a competition. Is he entrenched as your starter? And if not, uh, do we, do we look at cook for next year? What, what are you thinking about that situation at quarterback? Well, the number one core value we have is always compete. Uh, we always compete uh, to be better today than we were yesterday and better tomorrow than today. We know that every single day you got to come out and be your very single, uh, be your very best. Um, Connor is our starting quarterback, but we all know that every day is a job interview and, and uh, he's going to have an opportunity. Brady's going to have an opportunity. Tyler Macon's going to have an opportunity to come in there and earn the job. But uh, 
Connor's got a little bit more of a leash than anybody else. I mean, he, he had an absolutely great season, SEC freshman of the year. So uh, he's going to be our quarterback. But, you know, hey, this isn't uh, – this isn't you're not permanently awarded any jobs around here. We're looking forward to another great offseason for Eli Drinkwitz. Thanks so much for taking the time. We'll make sure that that first pitch is taken care of and get some fans in the stands and get you out there to throw one. Hey, man, I'm going to count on that. Uh, if you don't get it done, I'm not coming back on the radio show. So, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. As always, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Take care, Coach. See you later. See you Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.